And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative and just plain right. Oh, man, I tell you what, we're looking at it's, it's raining outside the studio window right now. So, uh, yeah, that weather is blowing in. You guys, make sure you have your weather plans in place. And if you uh, have to be on the road, be extra careful. Um, uh, and, and just, you know, all the things, right? That's, that's just do all the things. Have your weather plan in place. Take care of your pets. Uh, make sure you've got uh, any uh, stuff outside on the deck secure because they're saying tonight could have some major straight line winds. Possibilities still exist of tornadoes. And, uh, and we are looking at um, uh, a weather event across the entire listening area for the most part. So just, uh, just have a weather eye on the horizon. In fact, I'm updating right now on my uh, weather feed over here. Yeah, it's, 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 it's no update. We're all still in the what they call the enhanced risk category. Uh, and I don't know what time it ends, so I need to check and look. Uh, oh, we have a tornado watch right now for several North Alabama counties in effect until 7 p.m. So there's that. That's in the uh, upper northwestern portion. Looks like over towards Lauderdale, Morgan, uh, parts of Madison, um, maybe even down into Walker County. But anyway, northwestern portion of the state of Alabama appears to already have a tornado watch. So just uh, be extra careful. All right. Y'all pay attention. Do all the things. Um, hey, so on this, uh, on this topic, um, the fight for life. So we've got the story that I mentioned there with Matt a moment ago is there is a case ongoing right now that's tested, dated yesterday, story on NBC News. Um, there is a case ongoing right now in which a, uh, uh, an anti-abortion group filed suit in the Northern District of Texas trying to stop the, um, the, 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 the Biden administration, basically the federal government, from allowing the mailing in of abortion, abortion uh, drugs, mifepristone, I believe it's called, and misoprostol um, to the state of Texas. And they, here's the thing that gets me. Now, I'm pro-life, so it gets me, believe it or not, you know, differently than what I'm sure they do. But, uh, but the reality is that this, this thing says that the Biden administration said in a recent court filing that the FDA has extensively reviewed the scientific evidence and determined that the benefits of mifepristone outweigh any risks. And my question is, risk to who? Risk to who? Not risk to the fetus, that's for sure. Not risk to that beautiful unborn child. Well, what we're looking at right now is the, the, the case is ongoing trying to stop the ability of, of, of um, the medical pharmaceutical providers mailing that into the state because it violates their state law the same as what Alabama has. And the judge is considering right now whether to provide injunctive relief. Now, the article goes on in NBC News to go, injunctive relief is considered an extraordinary remedy. Well, yes and no. What they'll look at is they'll, they'll look and see whether there's the potential for immediate threat of irreparable harm. They'll also look and see whether or not the plaintiffs, in this case the anti-abortion folks, uh, have the strong potential for prevailing upon the merits of their case, meaning they might win. But here's the thing. I don't think they're going to look at the I don't think the judge is going to question whether or not the the medication will hurt the person who took it. I think the judge is going to look at does this potentially violate state law? And if the judge is looking at it from a state law standpoint, then I don't know why he wouldn't uh, uh, issue the injunction pending the outcome of a trial on the merits. So what we're looking at here is this particular judge, he may wind up putting something in place. And, and Matt was right. The case that the article I've got right here, 
uh, indicates that this one federal district court judge who was appointed by um, uh, Donald Trump, uh, who also used to work for a Christian conservative legal group, um, Judge Matthew Kaz- uh, yeah, Kazmarek, Judge Matthew Kazmarek, Northern District of Texas, may put an injunction in place that could wind up having a nationwide impact. I've heard it said before that the most powerful person in America is not the President of the United States. It's a federal district court judge. Everything past that judge is an appeal of what that judge did, and that judge is the only one in the nation who can tell the President of the United States what he has to do. It's kind of interesting. But uh, we'll see, because that case is ongoing right now, and we are waiting right now. I believe the arguments have already been had uh, regarding the injunction, and the judge is still pending. When we get back from this, I'm going to tell you what's happening with other states. You heard about Alabama. I'll tell you more about that. But then there's South Carolina. Then there's Minnesota. Then there's Iowa. Then there's even what happened at the National Archives up in D.C. That shouldn't have happened. Y'all stay tuned. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. We will be right back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative, just plain right. And and I, I got to tell you, um, uh, we we have we have really uh, Boomer and I were just sitting here just 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 talking about how this show has grown and what it's going to keep on growing. And uh, I do not take for granted the fact that I've got an audience out there. This is not this is not this is not Boomer and I just doing a thing every day. This is this is us doing a thing that y'all are responding to. That's why we got like. Allison earlier texting us from her vacation in Jamaica that she's listening live while she sits on the beach. I mean, that kind of thing. We can't replace that. But it just, we, I do not take for granted that we have this audience. Do not take it for granted, not for a single second. And, 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 and the reality is the, the only reason why this show syndicated within a year of starting is because of y'all. And the only reason why we're beating out everybody else in the afternoon ratings across North Alabama is because of y'all. It's not because of something we're doing. And, and every single day, every single day, uh, I want to stay true to what we call the, the mission and the message. I, I hope that you guys get every single day that the mission is that we're going to come on this show and we're going to do what I call the four E's. We're going to educate, enlighten, empower, and entertain you on what it means to be a conservative walking around in today's world. But at the same time, that's the mission. The message is what drives the mission, though. Mm. The message is that every single day, I hope you hear that we don't mind saying Jesus is Lord, America is great, Alabama is beautiful, and by the way, life is worth living. So there it is, the mission and the message, Right Side Radio. None of it works without y'all, and we do not take you for granted. Hey, can I add something to that? Yeah. Yeah, I just want y'all to know, (laughs) or I want you to know that we pray for y'all every day. Oh, yeah. Every day. Every day. Before this show starts. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We absolutely. Because, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean. That's that's what it's all about, guys. We, we we pray for you, and we pray that God just continues 
to uh, bless each and every single one of you and that you hear something that you need to hear for that day. Well, and y'all bless us. We know that. Mm. Yes. Uh, All right. Tell you what, um, let me do this. I got to tell you, before I go too much further, one of the people that blesses us, too, is the folks that own Just Love Coffee Cafe. So Just Love Coffee Cafe, two locations in our listening area, Hughes Road in Madison and South Parkway in Huntsville. Let me just suggest to you that tomorrow is the day when you might need to take that extended break from work. Or maybe you're a remote worker and you're tired of sitting in your pajamas or your flannel pants at your house working. Maybe you go on down there because they set the environment up for y'all. It, I mean, both locations, I've been to both, I love them both, and both locations are designed for you to hang out. You can, you can find that corner table, or they even have those kind that you can plug your laptop in and use the Wi-Fi. And they've got the ability for you to uh, just kind of chill there for a while. The environment at Just Love Coffee Cafe is right on par with the level of the, 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 the beverages and the food. So, yeah, check them out. Just Love Coffee Cafe, two locations, Hughes Road in Madison, South Parkway in Huntsville. Go on down there, get you the big fat cappuccino, and sit over in the corner and get a little work done or read a book or just chill with a friend. I'm just saying, it's worth it. Just Love Coffee Cafe. And, and tell them you heard about it here on Right Side Radio, by the way. All right. Wrapping up uh, the uh, second dipper of the day, the fight for life. So just to, just so you know, so last year changed everything. Roe v. Wade was the law of the land since 1973, and then last year the Dobbs decision came out. And when the Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization, which came out of Mississippi, when Dobbs came down, it changed everything. Because in essence, what Dobbs said is there is no constitutional right to an abortion. And, and Justice Samuel Alito, who wrote the court's opinion, he, he, he literally wrote in there that the Constitution does not prohibit the citizens of each state from regulating or prohibiting abortion within their own state boundaries. So, all of a sudden, states got busy. Well, I'll be honest with you, I was proud to be a part of the state Senate here, and we got busy a long time before this. We not only passed a number of uh, pro-life bills, some of which I personally sponsored, uh, but we also um, uh, had it embedded in our state constitution that our state would not provide any state-level constitutional right to an abortion. So what that meant was that Alabama was poised. We were one of, I want to say, around 18 states that had uh, what they might have called trigger laws put in place, reactive laws, laws that got triggered by the Dobbs decision. So when Dobbs happened, bam, that night, we were a pro-life state, and, and they couldn't do a thing about it. Now, what they're trying to do about it is, you know, male abortifacients uh, into our state. Well, I got news. We not only have pro-life legislation that says don't perpetrate abortions on unborn children in our state, we also have chemical endangerment of an unborn child on the laws, on the books. Other states now are having to catch up, and I don't fault them for it. I'm just saying we got ready early, and I'm glad we did. South Carolina. South Carolina lawmakers, it says here, a story on Fox News dated yesterday. South Carolina lawmakers have now moved one step closer to banning abortion from the point of conception after they approved a bill 83 to 31 in their state Senate. Theirs looks like it's going to be a mirror image of ours, is what it sounds like. They call theirs also the Human Life Protection Act, and it would ban abortion in the state of South Carolina. And it also guarantees that nobody would be deprived of life without due process of law. So, Justice Samuel Alito, who wrote the piece at the Supreme Court of the United States literally gave South Carolina the right to do what it's doing right now. And, of course, the fight is on. 
But right now, they have won. I'm sorry, it was in the House of Representatives, 83 to 31, and now it goes to their state Senate for consideration. They have a Republican governor who I believe will sign that if they can get it passed. On just the opposite side, kind of heartbreaking. Like, what's happened to Minnesota? But here's a story from January 31st of this year. You may remember this. Governor Tim Waltz, Democrat of Minnesota, was just so proud to sign a bill passed by the legislature that guaranteed the right to an abortion in Minnesota. And they like to call it reproductive care access because certainly when you kill a baby, you're about reproductive care as opposed to anti-reproductive care. I am biased, but I will say this. What's happening in Minnesota is their right. Their people now have the same right under Dobbs to do the opposite of what Alabama has done and what South Carolina is doing. But they, their law took effect immediately. It was signed into law just a couple weeks ago, making Minnesota now the very first state to adopt legislative action in the post-Roe v. Wade era, it says. Several other states have already expanded some of their accesses to abortions, but Minnesota went one step further. It said the, their law is to ensure the access to abortion. And even went on so far as to add legal protections into the state law of Minnesota to protect people that travel to Minnesota to get an abortion because they can't get it where they live. And, you know, and then some of the pro-choice doctors, I like to call them pro-choice, they, the pro-choice doctors are saying, now they and their colleagues can breathe a sigh of relief that they won't be criminalized. Well, okay, maybe you stop killing kids. Um, whew, wow, that one. Um, but Iowa, Iowa's got it going on. So Iowa had to determine whether or not their constitution had anything in place where they knew what they could do. So last year after Dobbs came out, Iowa, their Supreme Court ruled the state's constitution there did not guarantee the right to an abortion, giving state lawmakers now the right to statutorily do things. So the Iowa Supreme Court stepped in, said, guess what, Dobbs. And oh, by the way, at state level, we don't have anything in our constitution that appears to uphold any right to a constitutional right to an abortion in the state of Iowa. So the Iowa state legislature is now free and clear to go and take what measures it can. So this is, this is happening uh, left and right. What exa- the exact thing that was supposed to be there in the first place, the thing that was taken away by Roe v. Wade, to allow states to have a sovereign say in whether they are a life or death state when it comes to abortion. And some would call it reproductive health care. And again, that's such a misnomer. That is, that's, so, that's so disingenuous. Stop, stop putting a flowery name on it. Why don't you just call it the, the right to kill our babies? I mean, that's what it really is. But they want to call it reproductive health care because it makes them feel better, makes them look less culpable. Um, we get back from this break. I'm going to tell you, this fight, it's cultural. It's not just in the states. We're also seeing certain things like, you know, what happens when leadership like Kamala Harris actually decides to misquote the Declaration of Independence in her quest to see babies uh, uh, defeated uh, or life defeated for babies? But then what happened at the National Archives just the other day is also pretty galling, but at least they got busy and went to court and fixed it. Boomer, take us to a break, bro. We'll do that right now. We'll take this one last break. We'll come right back from this, and we'll wrap up the day. Phil Williams. Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We will be right back.
And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative, just plain right. Well, time now, 4.50. Uh, everybody's in go-home mode. I just had one of our texters. Uh, Sama, Sama, Sama. Anyway, I apologize. I can't I can't pronounce from a text. So, so, brother, just text me in and tell me how best to pronounce your name. But he's a truck driver, and he also pointed out, if you're driving in the rain, please turn on your headlights. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do that. Uh, follow the rules of the road and uh, get home safe in this, in this weather that we got that could get more extreme as the evening goes on. Um, so uh, ZLA Solutions, man, I tell you what. ZLE Solutions has been kicking it. So if, you, if you're a business and you're looking for people, ZLA Solutions, they can do the recruiting, the background checks, the drug testing if necessary, blue collar, white collar, no collar, don't matter. What I'm saying is that ZLA Solutions is there to help you round out your staffing needs, whether it be temp or direct hire. And it doesn't matter whether it's like, you know, just a onesies and twosies with special niche skills, or if you need a whole shift of people, they can help you with that stuff. And they also right now are in the measure of a higher swing up in the, in the hiring swing up in the uh, Redstone Arsenal uh, uh, area. They are hiring right now for a major uh, opportunity for white collar, high tech work. Um, go on their website, check it all out, ZLAUSA.com. That's the website, ZLAUSA.com. And, and, and check it out. They got great paying jobs. They're hiring for any number of different types of jobs. And tell them you heard about it on Right Side Radio. I would appreciate that very much. All right, we're going to wrap the day up. I'm going to finish up. It looks like it's a two-dipper day, John, from Huntsville. I apologize, bro. We're not getting all three, but it's because we had so much content. Um, tomorrow we'll get to that military readiness question. Uh, I just got a text a minute ago, too, from one of our listeners that said, um, and which, let me find it real quick. Was that, uh, yeah, it was Paul. It was John from Huntsville. Uh, just texted in and said, um, that Black Hawk crash. Uh, apparently has even caused bus route delays for certain school systems. And it was one horrible crash. Yeah, I think it, I think it really was. Uh, JT from Lacey Springs just texted in and my texting system is slow. It would say, says, I'm confident that pro-abortion Democrats become hypocrites when their family members move towards the removal of an unborn child. I, I, I wonder, man, I wonder. Um, yeah. And then I had another one that I was going to jump on here too. Once again, by the way, congratulations to William from Huntsville who wants to know, do we have any right side radio onesies for his brand new baby? <laughs> I said, I said, no. And he goes, he says, we got to make that a priority. <laughs> I may could help with that. You might could. I may be able to you help. You might know that. a guy knows I a guy. I might know a guy. Knows a guy knows a guy. I know a guy knows a guy. Hey, uh, uh, Samah. Samah. That's did his he, name. He just called in? He just called in. He's like, oh, it's just Samah. Samah, thank from everywhere. you so much. Appreciate and thanks you. for listening, man. Absolutely. Uh, wrapping this thing up, you know, the fight for life. It's a state-level fight. But right now, the Biden administration can't let it go. And they're, they're leading the—I mean, they, they literally don't care that the Dobbs decision—I mean, they care. But they don't care that the Dobbs decision says states have a right. No, no. They, they don't want it to be. In fact, Kamala Harris, if you recall this, just a few weeks ago, went down to Florida. I mean, she can't go to the southern border, but she can go to Florida to give a speech on why abortion should be a right for everybody. And while she was there, this woman, who's the vice president of the United States, who was a former attorney general for the state of California, who allegedly has a law degree, I would assume, she literally chose to misquote the Declaration of Independence to make sure she left off life. And here's her quote. She said, so we're here together because we collectively believe and know America is a promise. America is a promise. It's a promise of freedom and liberty, not for some, but for all. 
a promise we made in the Declaration of Independence that we are each endowed with the right to liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Actually, it's we are each endowed with the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But when you're giving a speech about death, it's kind of hard to include the word life. And there's your vice president. We also had a situation that happened just the other day. Um, wow. And what's, what's, by the way, I could not find what their shirts said, but we had some folks who were up in D.C. for the uh, National uh, Right to Life, um, the march on the, on the mall. And while they were there, they went to the archives, the National Archives. If you've ever been to the National, it's very cool. Go to the National Archives. You can see the original copies of the U.S. Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, other historically significant documents. It's just, it's humbling to be there. It's a part of the um, the whole museum complex in and around the Washington Mall. And so we had a group of students and adults from a Catholic school in South Carolina that went up there for the March for Life and were wearing their shirts indicating that they were pro-life. And the National Archives staff banned them from coming in. Yeah, this is a federally funded, taxpayer-funded museum where the irony is it's the building where you get to go and see the documents that guaranteed you the right to the freedom of speech. And they were not allowed to wear those shirts. They weren't vulgar. They were just saying that basically life matters. And I don't have, I need to find a picture of what shirts they were wearing because I guarantee you they weren't rude. They were just literally shirts that declared a pro-life message on their clothing. And the staff at the National Archive warned them that they could not come in and then ban them from coming in unless they covered them up. Well, they filed suit. Yes, they did. So the story that I've got, the very first one I had was a story that was dated just around yesterday, and the incident took place towards the end of January, uh, January 20th, I believe. They filed suit almost immediately. And guess what? Almost immediately, they got not only an apology, they got a personal tour. So I, I, will, I will end on this high note, that while the fight may be going on, and while the right to life, or the fight for life for that matter, um, is not going to end anytime soon, that we, we, at the very least what we're seeing here is there are some folks who recognize, you know what, we shouldn't have done it that way. That's not the way we do. That is, that is, that is not how we're going to, that's, that's not going to be the thing that the National Archives and Records Administration is going to represent in the face of guarding the documents that protect the right to the freedom of speech and support the fact that we have a tripartite, co-equal, three branches of government, one of whom decided that the states do have a right to determine life, we're not going to keep people out for wearing a T-shirt. And they apologized. And they got an uh, in-person tour. And that's what they called in the article uh, the result of a good-faith, arms-length negotiation. And I'm glad for it. I'm sorry it took a lawsuit to get there, but I'm glad that it resolved the way it did. All right, folks, you're an amazing audience, so we're going to be back here tomorrow. You guys stay tuned to the weather tonight. I'm looking right now, the latest update is that we do have uh, continued potential for what they're calling enhanced risk of uh, severe thunderstorms, strong tornadoes, potentially golf ball-sized hail, they're saying, and straight-line winds. So this one's going to come through with a vengeance. Here's the other thing. Let me find my weather on this. What was the high today, Boomer? They're like 72, 73? Man, if... if it was hot. It, was, it felt it was hot. Unnatural. <laughs> we have the air conditioning blowing right yes, now in do. the studio. But tomorrow, 
Charlene was telling me, she said, you know the high today? Okay, it's 74 right Ooh. now. Uh, and tomorrow, let me find this 10-day weather. Tomorrow, it's only going to be a high of 46. <laughs> what? <laughs> In <laughs> Alabama, of course. Yeah, Just make, wait 15 minutes. It's going to change. That's right. Let's make, oh, you, make your teeth crack. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you, you, got, you, got, you got some serious weather blowing through right now. Uh, and then tomorrow, it gets back to feeling like February. It's even going to be a low of 27. Dude, how do we go from a high of 74 to a low of 27? That is just, that's just kind of obnoxious, to be honest. I don't even know what to wear in the morning. I mean, do I, do I put on a jacket or no? I don't know. Well, listen, we love you guys. You have an amazing night. Boomer and I are back here tomorrow at 2. We'll see you then. out there.